Yo, it's Trey D. We back on a Tuesday. I know you're not used to seeing us on Tuesday, but we're going to kick off a lot this week. So today we have Top Rope Tuesday with Top Rope Squishy Maddie. Her conversation with Grim. I'm on it for a little bit, but Maddie actually controls this conversation. So we're not going to play with it. You can watch the video version on YouTube. And make sure you subscribe to Top Rope Squishy at Top Rope Squishy. And subscribe to We Love Wrestling on all platforms. But let's get right into it. Maddie interviews Graham. Welcome to the We Love Wrestling Spot. We got Maddie from Top Rope Squishy um, today. Hey, hey. Oh, damn it. My bad. Oh. That's what we got today. I mean, <laughs> we had him here before. He's talked about it. You're seeing his name pop up some more. Is he one of the IWTV's favorite? Because, I mean, you're starting to see his face more. We have Grim with us today. How are you doing, sir? Chilling. Can't complain. And just to comment, I don't think I'm one of IWTV's favorites. Look, I tagged them in a whole bunch of stuff, and they never like or share or like retweet any of my stuff. So I'm like, yep, I'm not one of the IWTV darlings yet. He may not be a favorite, but y'all going to have to keep playing him. Ooh. <laughs> so you're probably watching this, people, and y'all like, man, you done had Grim on there like three, four times. What's going on? Well, this past weekend, there was a show, mm-hmm. Battle Club Pro. Jobber slam above the ring, and this guy right here put on a show that Maddie from Top Rope Squishy had to contact me and say, Hey, yo, Grill was out here, like, Yo, Grill, what's yo? And I was like, You saw it live because Grill, this is the person where I told you at. You know, that was talking like that mania. Oh my God, you know, he flipped out the ring and did this. And now that she saw this live, Maddie, go ahead. Grim's right there telling what you was telling me. I I'm, I'm just going to be quiet. I never seen such agility from a guy your size. Like you a tall, big, strong dude. I People are like, people do not understand the phenoms that we have in wrestling today. And it sucks when you have an amazing wrestler like yourself who is not like being noticed, like underrated. To me, you're like a hidden gem. So I appreciate I'm, it. <laughs> yeah, I really wish and hope that somebody takes notice, you know what I'm saying? And gives you the do you deserve. I just was shocked <laughs> out of my mind. I jumped out my seat. The guy behind me, he moved his seat like two feet back because I don't know how many times I ran into his ass with my chair. <laughs> and one of those times was when you flipped out the ring. So, yeah, um, that's how I feel about it. Like, I, Jesus. Dude was like, come on, B. It was great, yo. I loved it. I loved it. I loved that match. Um, so much talent in there. But obviously, I was looking out for Mr. Grimm, so... <laughs> couldn't tell you much of what anybody else did <laughs> nah, I, look, I appreciate it like i told you you know when we met i was like you know just watch me so yeah, no. like I, I made sure i you know 
tried to show out for you a little bit. Just a little yeah. bit. Yeah, it was amazing. So, Grant, when you get up there, I mean, you say you show out at this show, but it seems like you got this chip on your shoulder right now. You know, you're showing out everywhere. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I mean, let's let's not even lie about it. You're showing out everywhere right now. And this chip, I mean, you the first time I talked to you, you had a chip on you. Second time we talked to you, chip got a little bit bigger. Third time we talked to you, it was at the mania. Chip was like, okay, Graham out here boking. Now this chip <laughs> is kind of like how you picked up all three of them people in the match and slammed Woo! them. So, you know, I mean, what's going on, man? Well, I mean, I got like, you know, some good news. So, you know, I'm really, um, you know, really excited about this. So, you know, good news is always but good. like going like to comment on what you just said about, you know, the right person like seeing me. Um, what was it last month? Maybe a month or two ago. Um, Mark Henry was actually at one of my matches and um, he literally sat in what was him, Red Velvet and um, was it Gunner? The dude Gunner, I think his name, maybe. West Briscoe. But they literally sat and watched the whole match. And after the match, you know, Mark Henry came up to me and Timmy Lou Retton. Well, he wants to be called Tim now. So Timmy. Tim. Okay. Tim and I, he came up to us. <laughs> the, you know, in, he said, the infinite man, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but he came up to us and he was like, you know, he really liked the match. He was like, yeah, good shit. You know, um, I like it. Hit me up and A, B, C, D and go from there. So. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody has to realize, you know, granted, a lot of people have the same goals in it, but everybody's not going to be able to make that goal. No. Like, I mean, it's a possibility. I won't. But if I don't I have to make the best out of, you know, what's handed to me. And, it's you know, prime example, mm -hmm. I try to use, um, you know, my mentor, Nala, like. She's been in this business for years and, you know, it got to a point where it just, you know, we were talking and it kind of didn't just look like it didn't like it wasn't really going to go anywhere. So she was just going with the ride and then she ended up getting opportunity in Japan and her going to Japan is what led to her being signed with AEW because Kenny Omega was at one of the shows. Yeah. So it's like right, you never know like never what can know. happen. You never know. And you always bring your A game, which is amazing because no matter where you are, big crowd, small crowd, you always bring your A game. And that's what you need to do because, like you say, it would be that one show that that person, yeah. the right person is going to be like, oh, snap, I want this dude 100%. Um, you know, talking about, you know, making it or not making it. Um, and in my opinion, you kind of already made it, even though, you know, you're not signed. Because you're just, to me, you're doing so well in the indies. You're so popular in the indies. Um, a lot of people know about you. So is coaching something that you would do? Like, is that something yeah. that, that you're looking forward to doing or something that you would want to do, like mentorship, training, maybe, um, younger wrestlers and stuff like that? Like, I've actually taken a couple of, you know, younger guys under my wing. Um a lot of them didn't, you know, last because egos and see the way that I 
like coach or mentor people is the way that I would want to be, you know, mentored. Like I don't sugarcoat shit. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to be baby, go to your mother. I'm not the <laughs> one. Like I'm here. Like I'm here to help you succeed and to not make the same mistakes that I made. And you're sitting up here getting mad because I say, you know, your match was shit. Now, if your match was shit, hey, look, what can I do to make it better? Right. Because I've had plenty of shitty matches. But what hurt me the most is people watching my shitty match and telling me it was good. And that's what a lot of these indie guys do. You know, when they're talking about somebody's match, they'll be like, yeah, man, that match was good. And like, it was shit. And me, I don't sugarcoat anything. I don't. Because if I sugarcoat, like, that means it's like, I don't want you to, like, succeed. Anybody that's on my team and that I take under my wing, you know, they're a reflection of me. And if I take you somewhere and you make me look bad, you know, like, no. No, fuck no. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not down for that. And you know so what? I you think get... that's necessary. It is, but a lot of people can't take it. I mean, like I'm telling you, I had, you know, a couple of, you know, decent, like, like they had a lot of potential. You know, I took under my wing one guy, you know, he's actually doing really good right now. You know, he, um, he ended up getting in a group and he's like starting to gain a lot of traction on IWTV. But the thing is, he's really, he's been saying he, you know, I haven't talked to him cause I don't really fuck with him, but <laughs> he's been telling <laughs> a, like another guy. <laughs> that you know he's not happy like he's not having fun he was like he missed traveling with us and yeah. it's like you know because the same people like that he's hanging out with are traveling with and teaming with you know they're calling him dumb and you know oh. like just yeah talking down to him I mean <laughs> when I would say shit it, it's like tough love but oh, my thing is I always made sure that, you know, the people that I brought with me, they ate. You know, if we're going somewhere, granted, we might go somewhere and it's for, like, just the network. But just know I'm going to try my hardest to get you on. And if you're not on this time, you're going to be on the next time. And, and, and like, I, like, the people that I mentored, it wasn't just, you know, matches. It was how to conduct yourself in a locker room, how to conduct yourself, you know, on a road trip, if you're taking a road trip with somebody else, you know, how not to act the ass if you're out eat like in public, (laughs) you know, these are things that, you know, I would try to help them with. And, you know, are those things that you (laughs) wish somebody would have told you when you got started? Like, would have? Yeah, I I really, I do. But once I got with Nala, she, um, you know, ironed that shit out. Big up to Nala. The beast, the native beast. <laughs> I'm a fan. But, you know, some people want it, some people don't. Some people want that, you know, mm-hmm. they want things sugarcoated. If you want to sugarcoat it, don't come to me. Cause I'm gonna keep this shit real because I'm gonna, you know, want you to succeed. Hey. And that's I think being honest is something that's hard to find in um entertainment and in these types of careers. Because at the end of the day, everybody's trying to get a piece of that pie. So, you know, it's unfortunate. But thank God for yeah. people like you. <laughs> you know, I'm sure there's quite a few like you that do want to help and do want to push other wrestlers to do their best. You know, it doesn't have to be 
you being under my foot for me to get up, we can come up together. I like that mentality. Yeah. But like what people, they have to realize, you know, there is, you know, kind of like a parent, you know, when a parent, when you have a kid, like granted, you know, I love you, you're, you know, I fuck with you and shit, but it needs to be that barrier. Like you need to understand at the end of the day, no matter how cool we are, once we are doing business, like that's how it is. We're no longer friends right here, right now. This mm -hmm. is business. Like I'm going to treat you like a coworker. Like mm -hmm. I'm your boss and you're my employee. Like I'm not going to treat you like shit, but like, you know, I'm going to expect you to do certain things that, you know, that need to be done. Right. Right. Some people don't want to do it. <laughs> this is why I understand Graham. See, I understand him. People, see, he mm -hmm. thinks like me, like, yo, we could be cool, but when is when that money coming to play and everything? It's nah. business. 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 Right. And it, it's crazy because a lot of people, um, you know, a lot of people don't like me in this business. And I mean, I'm okay with it. Like, it's whatever. Really? But no, seriously. Because he's like, a lot of people. He's an asshole. Not to me, was it? <laughs> no, I mean, they don't like the fact that I'm not a person who I don't kiss ass. Like, I I prefer not to hold my tongue. Mm -hmm. You know, I say what's on my mind. And I've done this shit by not having a notable or reputable school under my belt. Maybe who does and that sound like? Like you? <laughs> Well, yeah. Yeah. but like i'm just saying like i've been very blessed to be able to like surround myself around you know certain people mm -hmm. you know i can name like a couple of people who are mentors to me that are actually like signed and it's like me just listening to them and you know taking their words and encouragement and you know their critique and then implementing it that is what you know has made me to like got me to where i am right now and, you know, it, it, it's real cool being able to see, you know, like your mentors and the people that look out for you, you know, start off somewhere and then make it. So like prime example. Go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. no, I want to hear. I want to hear. I want to hear what you want to say. Well, no, I was saying like, um, you know, prime example, like Anthony Henry. He's one of them. And it was like it was at one point, you know, when he was talking about like giving wrestling up, you know, I was talking to him and he was just, you know, really not feeling it. And then, like, now look at him. And then, you know, now I can mention it. I don't think J.D. Drake will, Matt, like, care anymore. <laughs> but, um, you know, because I think WWE hit both of them up. And, like, he had something going on, and he ended up, you know, you know, them not wanting him. Oh. So, you know, he was down about that. And, you know, I was talking to him. And then the AEW thing comes. And it's just like, you know, I took a road trip with them, and I learned so much like our road trip started um it was in rhode island mm -hmm. for um xwa then we went to maine for limitless then we went to pittsburgh for what was the indie wrestling cartel or something like that so it's like just being on the road with them you know i got to pick their brain and you know i learned so much and from that moment you know they've always you know, been willing to help. Like any questions that I had, you know, they'd be willing to answer. Any critiques, you know, on matches, they, you know, watch matches or watch like, 
like moves that I would send and they would say, Hey, look, you know, this looks good, but why don't you try to do it like this to make it better? So mm. yeah, it's, I try to surround my people. I mean, myself with people who, you know, are like-minded. Yeah, definitely. Because that's the only way to really, I think, get to where you need to be. Otherwise you'll be held back. Yeah. So I, yeah, you surround yourself with people that are like-minded that want the same or similar things that you do and you all have the similar goals. So you push each other along the way, which is great. Um, when you, when did you get into wrestling? When you were a kid, as a teenager, as an adult? You mean like wrestling in general? Yeah, like when did you start liking it? I know Terry always asks this. Why like when I was I <laughs> when I was young, I want to say either when I was like two or three. Two or three, and you had like wrestlers you admired then. Are the wrestlers that you admired then, or looked up to, or liked, are they still the same today, or how has that changed? And why? I'm gonna say his name, and then I'm gonna let you um, answer your own question. Okay. When I was young, my favorite wrestler was Hulk Hogan. Me too. And that's changed. <laughs> and that's changed because it changed for me 100%. Yeah. But, you know, as I started getting older and, you know, I started watching like more WCW and seeing, you know, like Chris Benoit, like Rey Mysterio, Hoover Tude, and, you know, Dean Malenko. Yeah. Um, you know, Chris Benoit, he was like one of my favorite wrestlers. You know, it was just like, this little dude just beating the shit out of people. He's like it was him. Toothless aggression. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, even back in WCW, like, he was good. And, like, it was yeah. just like, wow. Yeah. He put like on him. And what was weird about WCW, I always liked the sound of their ring. Like, when somebody would get slammed on that ring, it made that, you know, that little thundering sound. I was like, damn question about rings because battle club pro is the first time i've seen a ring be built are all rings built like that with with planks for the most part for the most part how does that feel <laughs> i really want to know how much does it really hurt because i it sounds so painful <laughs> some rings are better than others like um i've wrestled on the ring that had um the wood and then they put like you know, like them, um, those little puzzle pieces that you put down on the like the floor for kids. Yeah, they're like mats. Yeah, yeah, they had those under it, and then the canvas. Oh, super padded. No, 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 no. No, like other way around. The, the, oh, the cover. Like a, oh wait, did they have anything like, else? No, all right, no. So they had the wood, then like the um those little kind of the puzzle pieces that are about this big. That um you put they, down for kids or like daycares and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they come in different they just colors put, and they interlock. Yeah, yeah, they put those down and <laughs> that's what we had to. Yeah, that shit hurt. And then you know, like some rings, they have like boxing rings, and they have like this little beam in the middle of the ring, like under. I mean, under the ring. That oh, shit hurts. Shit. See, people don't understand. Yeah that you guys really do put your bodies through so much. So It's so like you're much. taking a mini car crash every time you bump. Yes. And seeing it up close, that was the closest I've ever been. I, I think I was on the second row. Um, <laughs> yo, 
you could see the ring, you could feel the vibration. So I was just like, every time somebody hit on the on their back, on their head, on the side, I was just like, <clears throat> there was a lot of that going on because everybody was, <laughs> woo. How did you pick up three people? I want to know. <laughs> How do you Because I'm that? strong as fuck. You are strong as fuck. What is your biggest, like, what's the most you can lift? Because I think you had, like, 800 pounds on you. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't really count how much I can lift. Like, um, a lot of times when I do things, and I don't know if I was talking about this on this podcast or not, but a lot of times, like, you know, I try not to practice certain things like that, but I try to do it in a match because mm-hmm. I don't want my body to experience not being able to do it. And then, you know, having my mind say, I can't do it. Oh, so you like so, challenge yourself during the matches. Woo. Yeah. And it's like, you know, the very first time I tried that, I picked up the two people like, but I couldn't get the third person the jump that jumped in my hand. And I mean, I still had the two people and like, but it just turned into a crossbody and then we fell. But, you know, from that moment on, and I just told myself, you know, like, we're going to do this shit. Yeah, well, but that was a moment. Mm-hmm. So talking about that spot is funny because um, do you do you remember the spot where I got hit by Montana? Yeah. Okay, so I legit got rocked and, like, my legs gave out because um, when he went to swing, so – I didn't know that he throws his forearms and like, you know, just throws them and not like kind of grabs you and pulls you into it. So I moved into him thinking he was going to like get the distance and he just threw it. So it like, I don't know where he hit me, but it sounded like I got like, you ever got like hit in your ear and it just sounds like, it, it's just that sound like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> after he, yeah, like. I got rocked and like my legs gave out. So I'm laying on the ground like, what the fuck is going on? And then like, I'm trying to like prepare myself to get in position for this spot. And I'm like, yo, like, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to do this shit. I couldn't tell that you were out of it at all. Yeah. Like, no, I I was, I was out my, like my legs like gave out. there (laughs) There was a point where you were like in the mat, like right where, where we were sitting you were on the mat for a while. And I kept looking. I'm like, he okay? <laughs> I'm like, he okay? Because, you know, um, you guys can kayfabe it too really well and play off when you're not really injured. Or I think that injured. was, I think that's the part we're talking about. Like, that's where I yeah, got okay. rocked. And I was just trying yeah. to get myself together mentally. Yeah, I couldn't. I thought it was so, just part of, part of the, part of, good playoff. I didn't even realize yeah. that. And then you came in and did that. So, you know, and then you did the other thing where you jumped out the ring. You landed on your feet. <laughs> I tell you. He ain't never landed on his feet before. Yeah, yeah, I have. Oh, in front bro. of Mark Henry. Look, in front of Mark Henry, I dove and landed on my feet. See, there he you did. go. That was a perfect landing. He told perfect. me on Twitter that he had never did it before. See, but... He had to remember that Mark Henry video. There you go. (laughs) Look, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not that I've never done it. It's that I rarely do it because it just, the way that I dive, I try to make sure everybody's safe. Mm -hmm. Now, if they catch me a certain way, I can roll off and land on my feet. But a lot of times, since I'm so big, I don't really have, you know, and I've been dropped before. 
oh, <laughs> are like not caught. So it's like I just try to make sure I give an easy target. So when I do it, I just jump, flip, and like give you my back. So all you have to do is just like either put your chest right there and fall back with me, mm-hmm. or you know catch me and fall. Yeah, no. Because other people they be doing all that extra stuff, and I'm like I'm too big for that shit. A lot of people don't know how to catch me. Yeah, and then you can get really seriously injured. Like the one person that I thought that could catch me safely, you know, because he was, you know, asking people to feed him more. Like he, like I got my leg fucked up off of that shit because I go to dive and instead of him feeding me his chest, he turns and tries to catch me like he's going to cradle me like a baby. So I, <laughs> bro, my leg hit the floor and it made like a loud, like slapping sound. I thought I broke my leg because, I mean, I couldn't feel anything. And I was like, oh, my gosh, my leg is broken. I would, like, I did not want to look at my leg, oh. but it was still there. So I was like, <laughs> but I was kind of blown because, like, we were just getting to, like, you know, like the go home where it was like me diving in on them. Then it was like I was going to get, like, you know, my comeback and then go to the finish. But, like, Yeah. So let me ask you, let me ask you, because, you know, um, your match, the four-way tag was one of my top two favorite from the, um, from Battle Club. Was this the first time that you and Aaron Ash have been tag partners? Yep. How was that? I mean, it was cool. Okay. Like, um, we were supposed to tag at CZW and, um... Like they had this battle battle royal where like we were like kind of working together or whatever, mm-hmm. or supposed to work together and like keep throwing people out, but you know people went into the business for themselves and kind of fucked that up. Then we even cut a promo, like you know setting it up, right. and yeah. Then I never got a, a a message back, and he ends up being with Casey Navarro. Oh, <laughs> but wow. um. <laughs> so <Whoa>. that kind of <laughs> messed up that but how it came about was um you know joe kim was looking for a match for me and he asked who i wanted to work and i was like i don't like know who's not on the show <laughs> like it seemed like everybody else already had like a good match and it was just like you know whatever he's like would you want to be in like a tag match like i'm like all right that's cool he was yeah. like, I was like, who was in the match? And he told me, and he was like, the rep. So I was like, all right, cool. He was like, you have a partner of mine. As <laughs> soon as he said that, I thought about Aaron Ash because he's like a, another big dude who, you know, is really good, but he just needs opportunity. Yep. So I chose him out of everybody that I could choose. I love how you're always thinking about the underdogs. That's amazing. That's really I mean, I just believe in paying it forward. Like, I, I know how hard it is to, you know, mm-hmm. not be given the opportunity because people don't know what you can do. Right. Listen, especially with the competition, you know, it's a little tough out there. And I think, you know, obviously people of color have it harder, unfortunately. So it's like a double yeah. whammy. It's a double whammy. It's just, you know... The talent that was at Battle Club Pro, people, guys are missing out. That's all I have to say. 
Um, Look, I call that match the dark match. <laughs> Why? What color was everybody in the match? <laughs> the whole show was almost dark, though. The whole show. There was only like maybe three. It was only like one white person, like, Masha. and that was like Masha. Yeah, because then Pena is Hispanic. I think the other light skinned dudes were Hispanic. Casey Navarro's Latino. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah and Masha, Masha fit right. Um, Masha she's been right a match with me for a minute. Who, Masha? Masha? Yeah, Masha has. And I mean, I've been trying to, like, oh, I've been. Please make that uh, happen. I'm like low key. Like, um, I'm not going to lie. That's like one of my like wrestling crushes. Like, <laughs> the Russian dynamite. Because yeah. it was funny because um, like some um somebody had posted something that said it was like a tweet. It was like, I bet you won't tag your um your crush in this um tweet. <laughs> So I ended up tagging her, and then she ended up like replying back, and she was like, you know, oh, she like, she was like, oh, that's so sweet, I appreciate that, and I'm like, oh, you know. But. I would love to see um you versus Masha. I know you said you had like an issue like hitting women. Um, I've heard you say that before, but if they get in the ring with you, that's it. All bets are off. So I would love. Yeah, I'm gonna give them the respect they deserve. Like they gonna catch these hands in this forum, but. <laughs> yeah. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, she was. Like, I just don't want to hurt him. No, she yeah, is, and she has a um, lot of. Um... Pena right. kicked the ass. <laughs> she took that shit. She took it. Bruh. She took it, and he and she she gave him. Back. I mean, his chest was purple in a in a corner. I saw it when he passed by. I was like, I can see her hand prints. I'm like, good for her. She got her hits in. Look, all I know <laughs> is I was in the bathroom and I heard him like screaming and shit like while he was in the bathroom. He was like, ouch! I'm like, I don't know what happened in the match but apparently he was hurt. I don't know what happened. She fucked, she fucked him, him up. up. She <laughs> fucked him up. up real good. Um, so this will be my final question. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, I appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> if 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 you can look into the future, and I know you've probably been asked this before, but if you could look into the future five, ten years from now, obviously, you know, being signed is one thing that you really want. But besides that, what is something that you hope for your future, whether it be for yourself, for your career, for your family? What is something that you hope to have accomplished or done or reached? I mean, honestly, like just to, you know, continue to be the dad that I am to make sure that, you know, my kids know that I'm here regardless of what goes on, that wrestling does not come like wrestling does not come before them. Like I, I just, you know, anything that goes on, like if you have anything, like all you have to do is call me and I'll be there. I'll make sure I'm right there. I don't ever want my kids to think that, you know, that I don't love them and, you know, that I'm going to leave them hanging. So, you know, 10, 5, 10 years from now, I just want to keep, you know, being, you know, giving my kids what I didn't have. Love it. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Grimm. Grimm. Or 
Mr. Grim, Grim. That's what I'm gonna call you until you you either debut your new character or or change the name. <laughs> Thank you so much. I mean, much. hey, Mr. Grim, Grim. <laughs> as long as it's with one M, I don't care. One M. Y'all hear people? One M. One M. What people? I don't want Mr. Grim. I don't want Grim. No, it's funny because people they'll um. They'll tag my page that has one M, but like on the flyer it says two M's. Like it's like I just had like a Florida promotion do that. <laughs> like <laughs> when, when I my next tweet is gonna have two M's on purpose. <laughs> I'm joking. Shit, just put twenty five M's. I mean, don't tell me. <laughs> Hey, look, Trey, he look over. He like, man, these these motherfuckers over here. Nah, I'm I'm good. You know, I just been up. Uh, Trey been up since five. Wow, but you know, with me, we love wrestling here. Maddie wanted the conversation to happen, and I was like, hey, we gonna make that happen. I don't mind sitting here listening to it. It's all good. Thank you, Trey. Nah, I appreciate it. Nah, I appreciate it. I got yeah. to ask about one thing though, Graham, because I've been seeing clips of it. We talked about Battle Club Pro, um, but bro, why are you out there arguing with referees at the basketball, bro? bro? What's going on, bro? Okay, listen, listen, listen. So, I'm I'm glad you brought that up. So this was the thing. Like the referee, did you hold on? You actually watched it? You you watched the whole thing? No, I just saw some clips. Okay. I ain't watched the whole thing yet. All right, so it was one referee. Like, for, well, let, let me let me start over. All the referees didn't understand basketball, didn't know the rules. And, <laughs> bro, wait, know. what? How the referees yes. don't know the rules to basketball? All they knew, for the most part, they knew what a foul was. <laughs> <laughs> so, and the thing is, it was one referee. Like, I think, you know, he was trying to make it a work. And every time, like, because we're the heel team and they're the faces. So we'll go down and, like, shoot like and get fouled. And he's looking right at it, won't call it. If we touch the heels, he's calling it. And it was, like, it was blowing me because it got to a point where Corey Dillinger was legit hurt. He got smacked in the face and was laying on the floor, like, laying on the floor. And he was, like, oh, I didn't see it. Like, and that's how we said it. Like that, right? So we go over there, and like he goes over to check on him, and like I think he was bleeding or something. And I'm like, oh, so you didn't see that shit, right? So I told him, <laughs> I'm like, bro, I was like, bro, you think it's a game, but I'm about to go longest yard on you. I'm going to throw the fucking ball at you every time I get possession. I'm going to beam it at your head every single time if you don't call this game fair. We didn't have no more issues out of him after that. I bet. Because I mean, the thing is, like Nick Shen, he was there, and like he was like trying to like like calm me down, but he like he knew I wasn't playing. I was literally about to take that ball and throw it at him every single play as hard as I could. Because it's a like, at the end of the day, we all got families, and you know our health is priority. Absolutely. Now the reason that rules are implemented in basketball is to prevent stuff like this. But when you're letting it go, you know, one way and not letting it like letting us get messed up. But, you know, the faces are like you're calling fouls on us with them. 
like that's not fair. And then when you know one of our teammates is like legit hurt on the ground, you're like, oh, I didn't see it. Like, and he said it just like that, and that's what pissed me off. Like, he, he, I was literally about to fuck him up, bro. Like, I don't <laughs> like. What was this? A basket? This was a basketball game. Basketball. It was a charity basketball game, and they did raise like um, ten thousand plus dollars. Oh, nice, and which was really good. But yes. you know, now I gotta look. This I, um, <laughs> look, I'm gonna have to put myself over on it. You know, I scored the first points in the last five points that gave us the win. So there we go. Look, I almost look. I also almost caused us to go into overtime. I will put oh. that over too. Oh no. Would you yeah. have been ready for that? Over time? I'm going to be honest. Um, you know, like from, I think, the end of the third quarter to the fourth quarter, I was in, like, the whole game. Like, the like they had me in and didn't take me out because, like, I was making plays. Like, I was, you know, I was kind of like the, the heart of the team at them, like, because nobody else had the energy that I did. And <laughs> on one play that I got fouled and they didn't call it, my calf started like cramping up, so I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> so, look, the thing is, it's like we're trying to hold the ball, like the last couple of um, you know, minutes of the game, like trying not to like let them come back, but like they end up coming back from like it was like 38, it was like, wanna hold on, was it 39 to like 48 or something like that? And they end up coming all the way back. And it was like four seconds left. And um, some bullshit happened. They stole the ball and then end up like shooting it. And instead of me just letting them like shoot it and make it because it was only two points, my dumb ass fouled them. So <laughs> vertigo. Yeah, he the made it. And he had one shot. Yeah. So Matt Vertigo was at the line sh- shooting. And I'm like, please don't make this shit. I do not want to go to overtime. I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> because you and he, yeah, and it was like it was dumb, but it was just like the he referees, like they, yeah, he missed it, and I was like, thank you. It's over. <laughs> I have to look this up, y'all. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to find this and watch this. It's, it's on IWTV. IWTV. Okay. Um, I gotta write. I'm gonna write this down. If you don't have a, we'll talk after Manny. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, you know, they got free Friday codes and they all got other ways. Um, yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, <feels good. laughs> yeah, I just saw that basketball. <laughs> I, I saw like five or six clips and it was just tripping me out because every clip I saw, you know, I saw one where the ref was you was on the ref head and I was like, oh, that's the that's probably what Grant was just talking about, but then I saw one where. He was holding the back of somebody's jersey, and he was like, "Man, they're just gonna record me just cheating like that. Like, what was really going on out here?" So I had to go. I tried to watch a little bit of it, you know, while I was working. I was like, "Okay, I'll watch this whole thing," but it's money in that right there. I like what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, Grant, well, it's about that time because you know we here. You know what we gotta do. You know what I'm saying? Put Where yourself over. Dang, Maddie, you gonna call it out before I can even say it? You know, dang. You know, dang. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, let me, let me get that ready. I was for like, talking to myself. All right, but you know, um, 
Nah, I can't use that. You please don't, please don't hit my video. I ain't do nothing. I tried to get y'all props the other week. Y'all still gave me a copy. Never mind. But Graham, this is the part where you let the people know on um, your social media how they can get a shirt like the shirt Maddie got on. Anything you got coming up, we just want you to put yourself over. All right, so the shirt that Maddie has on, you can go to luchaware.art and go to luchadors, put in Mr. Grimm. You can get that shirt right there. It's, I would say it's probably like one of the best shirts that they have on the site. Um, you want to look me up, I'll make it easy. You can either go to Google, Axe Jeeves, whatever search bar you got, taking it back old school, and put in the Hitman for Hire Mr. Grimm with one M. And... um. Our Mr. Grim wrestler, and like all of my stuff will pop up. But um, yeah, this weekend, um, Saturday, I want to put over me versus Rhett Titus. Like I'm really excited about that. Then on, yeah. Then on oh, Sunday, um, you know another Rhett Titus. Part of the foundation, <laughs> Rhett Titus. Mouse. <laughs> that yeah, that Rhett Titus. Where's this at, Graham? Where is this? Where is this? Where, is this it's in, it's in Delaware. Nah, it's gonna be on Delaware. But um, funny story about that. I don't know if there's the right time to put that over. But um, you know what? I'm I'm gonna do it because you you gonna understand my pain about this with Rhett Titus. So, mm-hmm. Rhett Titus cock blocked me on a for, on a foursome. So yeah, he it was about to go down. And he messed that up for me. So yeah, we 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 gonna we gonna have to talk. <laughs> but um, <laughs> on Sunday, <laughs> but on, on Sunday I'm hitting to Ohio and I'm going against a guy named um the Kenny Urban. So yeah, looking forward to that. And I'm just gonna say keep an eye out next month. Just be looking out. And that's me putting myself over. Never mind. Uh, Maddie, you know how we <laughs> always do. Let the people know how to get at you uh, since you know you join us and everything. You can reach me on Instagram and Twitter at Top Rope Squishy. Same thing for YouTube, Top Rope Squishy. I got merch. Check it out. I have mugs, cups, shirts. And I do my live shows on Thursdays at 7.15 p.m. Eastern. So tune in. Terry, put yourself over. Um, <laughs> you can me, find We Love Wrestling on Instagram at the, like I said, the bottom YouTube, youtube.com slash We Love Wrestling. Thank y'all for getting us to 1.5K. We still going. Uh, giveaway coming. Um, and yeah, all that good stuff, you know. Um, right. But hey, let's get up out of here, man. We 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 thank uh G Rim. I'm gonna call him G Rim Grim G R I M one 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 M people stop Just it. One not Grim. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> it's not Grim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's been a long day for me. Who y'all watching? It's Grim. Mr. Grim is on. Just Grim. Let's put it there. Oh man. But this was a fun conversation. Made it happy for Maddie. You know what I'm saying? Yes, thank you. Maddie just talked to everybody she she wanna talk to. You you, you wanna know who's coming up next? You can't tell you who's coming up next. But um Damn. I was about to say, yeah, like a dumbass. 
This, <laughs> this, this whole run out right here is about to be exciting. Extravagant. You see people on TV. They're very comfortable and talk to us. But hey, um, women on Wednesday, look out for that. Go back to last Wednesday when you're seeing this and watch with um, Claudia Solis. Um, like, nah, we still ain't gonna say that. But like I always say, let me get out of here before I tell y'all something I ain't supposed to tell you. If I love wrestling, <laughs> you love wrestling. Then we love wrestling. It's too sweet. We love wrestling.